All right, a couple seconds of silence. Actually, we don't need a couple seconds of silence, do we? No, not really. Everything is, <laughs> this, is this is the cold open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the nice thing about the cold open is literally once once the clap happens, we can just we can jump right in. I mean, that's that's true. I feel like <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm talking about anymore. <laughs> once like, the clap have... happens is basically Jasmine Rice LaBeija's motto. She's like, once the <laughs> clap happens, it's all downhill from there. <laughs> Kids and welcome to another mini sode, a micro sode, a, a millisode. How many how many different ways are there to say tiny? Tiny sode. Oh, we could be a tiny sode. I mean, if we must. If we should start doing tiny sodes. I would be. I wouldn't be opposed to that. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say this is our first tiny sode. Uh, and we are going to be talking about some special stuff today, but first I wanted to check in and see how you're doing, Sam Baxter. I am suffering from like major like quarantine brain. What but do you other mean? than that, I'm fine. I don't know. I feel like, <laughs> does anybody else feel like just, I don't know, like there's just this fog that's descended and there's like, <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> I've been trying to, to do things that like keep my brain from getting foggy. Like last night I made empire biscuits, Mima's empire biscuits, because when our grandmother died, uh, my sister, Jessica, my sister, Jessica, yeah, not yours, no. my <laughs> sister, Jessica, Only yours. Uh, our sister, Jessica <laughs> made us a book of all her recipes. And Mima used to bake like crazy. She baked everything. And so uh, what the most common things she made were M&M cookies. Yes. She made Italian butter cookies and she made these things called Empire Biscuits. Which were which always are, my favorite. Empire Biscuits are fucking delicious. But I'll tell you this. I was making them while I was doing an Instagram video with Jacqueline Hyde. And I <laughs> there were so many technical issues with the Instagram thing that I ended up burning the fucking cookies. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I w I've never been so mad because I love Empire Biscuits. And uh, I will say they still came out good. Like they were good, but they weren't as good as when I get them right. I mean, it's essentially just two butter cookies with jam in the middle. It's it's hard for that to not be good. Well, that was what I explained to David. He, I, he was like, he was like, so what is this? I was like, it's an Empire Biscuit. It's basically flat butter cookies with 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 jam in the middle. Yeah. The last time you made them, you used a different jam. What did you use? Blackberry? I used black currant last time. What is what is black currant? Um it's a very popular it's it's kind of it's more popular sort of in, in Europe than it is here, but it's kind of it's somewhere between a grape and like a blackberry. I would put the taste somewhere in there. Huh. I remember having them and enjoying them. Although I, I am admittedly kind of a purist when it comes to my cookies. I'm like, I need, I need the raspberry jam. <laughs> <laughs> I do enjoy, I enjoy an empire biscuit with some raspberry jam. 
I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I, I like strawberry. I, Any jam will do, really. I, you know, I've never tried strawberry, but I imagine it would be very good. We should, uh, we should encourage people to make empire biscuits and send us their. Uh, There's icing their, on them. They're basically just like way better pop tarts. Yeah, I said, but like. Yes and no, because you're right. They 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 look like little round pop tarts, but they taste so much better because they're basically shortbread. Well, they're they're true butter cookies. I don't think that they're technically shortbread. It's 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 very similar to a shortbread. It's not as crumbly. Yeah, but it's no, a there's bis- a lot more. It's like a biscuit a version. Yeah. yeah, and that's what keeps it from being a shortbread. But that that is what I love about this cookie is that it's a very like. English European cookie that could easily be had with a, a great cup of tea, which I do frequently when I make them. See, now I have to ma- now I have to make empire biscuits. It, it and that's going to really be like my hard. whole evening now. You and Sarah should come over, and we'll we'll make empire biscuits. We can't come over. <laughs> if we could come Who over, who cares? If we could come over, I wouldn't be sitting in my wife's office, like I know, facetiming you on my phone and recording on GarageBand. I know. I wish that I wish that we could have you over to make Empire Biscuits. Maybe we could just FaceTime and make them together. Although That's I will true. say this, they fucked up my kitchen yesterday. I have never I've had <laughs> I've had some pretty bad situations in the kitchen, but never quite like an Empire Biscuit situation. It was pretty bad. There there was just They like, do make a mess. The problem is Mima, and I'm, like I said, very much a purist. So I'm always trying to like recreate Mima's cookies. And Mima used to put those little, you know, those little itty bitty fucking round sprinkles on them. Yep. They are a bitch because <laughs> they will, they will just bounce all over everything. They're they essentially the floor. glitter. Essentially, it's like it's like uh uh, you know, the scene in The Lion King when Mufasa, all the wildebeests are running through the valley. Yes. It's like that, but it's sprinkles. Just sprinkles <laughs> running through the valley. That was what my kitchen looked like yesterday. <laughs> Just little round sprinkles everywhere and under everything. And then the worst part is like, I keep my icing on a low heat while I'm icing the cookies so that it doesn't harden. Because you know how right. the icing is. It's like, once it gets hard, that's what you want, but you want it on the cookie. So you keep it soft by keeping it on a low heat. So I have all these sprinkles like bouncing into the fire like they're cult members going to meet their <laughs> maker. And I'm like, I'm like, pl- I'm trying to like scrape toasted sprinkles off of my oven. It's, it's awful. <laughs> my stove rather. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Could you imagine trying to ice them in the oven? What? Why would you ever do that? I don't know. I'm saying, wouldn't it be terrible? It would be terrible. That's why you don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we should just read the recipe off into the podcast now. I feel like we should just, you know. I mean, I basically gave everyone the recipe. quarantine gift to you. You know what? Everyone should have Mima's Empire Biscuits. I'll save the Italian butter cookies because I'm a little bit territorial, but I have no problem sharing the Empire Biscuits. They're delicious. And Mima was always quick to hand them out. So not the recipes, the cookies. (laughs) But uh, I would think she would want everyone to, to know how to make Empire Biscuits. Everyone should know how to make a good empire biscuit. And let's be honest, the the recipe probably came off the back of like a Wilton's. Oh no doubt. Box. There, yeah, it's, like, it's it's literally the first the first step in the recipe is make Wilton's butter cookies. Yeah. Like that is literally. <laughs> it's the like first make step. Wilton's butter cookie dough. Yeah, that's the first. That's step. the first and, line. 
Before I realized that the recipe for Wilton's cookie butter do- uh, butter cookie dough was in <laughs> the recipe book, I was like, "What the fuck, Mima?" I was like, "What?" A- what a-? So I'm like searching online. I'm like, "Wilton's butter cookie dough recipe," and it like can't find it anywhere. And I'm like, "What the fuck, Mima?" Mima's whole thing was ruined by her because she was infamous for putting bad directions in her recipes. Sometimes like I think icing. purposefully. I think so too. Although you know what I will say, the icing on these, like I said, it's very similar to an Italian butter cookie. Uh, the icing on these is the same as the icing on the butter cookies. So all these years I've been making the butter cookie icing literally like a, a dream and a hope trying to figure out how she did it because it's literally like use butter, use sugar, use water. The end. And it's like, (laughs) in what quantities, Mima? She just just magicked her way into making icing. But I realized that... I'm pretty certain that she used to just like light candles and just like divine. (laughs) (laughs) Mima's sitting cross-legged on the kitchen floor, just willing the butter into it. (laughs) Who can say where the rock goes? I'm just imagining us walking into the kitchen and seeing Mima like that. But... um, What I realized last night while I was making the Empire Biscuits is that she actually gives measurements in the icing in the recipe for the Empire Biscuits. Except for the water. She doesn't do that. She doesn't, but it's because you don't need it. It's uh, one cup of butter and half half (laughs) a box of confectioner's sugar, which, by the way, is a fucking lie. It's way more than half a box. Oh, it's It's, easily the full box. It's just about a full box. Um... And then it says, add water to thin. And I realized, I was like, my God, the whole time this recipe has been sitting, I felt like Sally Field in Mrs. Doubtfire. I was like, the whole time, the whole time, the whole time. I was like, what the (laughs) fuck, Mima? Why didn't you, why couldn't you have just told us to look at the Empire Biscuit recipe? Because that would have been too easy. I'm also like, Jessica, when you were copying all of these recipes into the book, (laughs) The funny thing is I actually have the original (laughs) recipe cards and in Jessica's defense, they appear exactly the same. No, I know she copied them exactly the same, but the measurements were on one recipe and not on the other. So she should have taken the, uh, I'm not blaming her. I'm just (laughs) blaming her. I'm just blaming her. But anyway, (laughs) 10 minutes later. This is a very important conversation. It is a very important conversation. (laughs) I think we should talk about butter cookies next. Fuck what we were going to talk about. Let's just keep talking about butter cookies. <laughs> this is food part two. This is the have bacon, you been ha, Have you bacon. and Sarah been baking? Sarah has been baking more than I have. She's been making bread and cookies and <clears throat> all sorts of fun stuff. She actually, she she made a sourdough bread starter. Mm, that sounds which, good. Which um, smells like a foot. <laughs> I have to say, and makes my entire refrigerator smell like a foot. Oh no! Um, well, I mean, it's it's. And if for, you're not one fermenting. of those people who likes feet, <laughs> does Sarah have nice feet? I've never looked at her feet. I feel like that's a question I don't want to answer on here. I feel like that's <laughs> T- tonight. You're gonna get. You're gonna hear her come up the stairs and be like, "Honey." <laughs> <laughs> So she made a sourdough starter. What yeah, else did she made? Yeah, she made a sourdough starter. She's made a couple loaves of bread now. Mm. She's made some chocolate chip cookies. I made some chocolate chip cookies. Like, we haven't really been digging out the fancy stuff. It's been mostly chocolate chip. Mm. 
I'm I'm fine with that. Everyone likes chocolate chip. Chocolate chip is like my go-to like comfort food cookie. I don't blame you. I've actually been thinking about making the M&M cookies, although <laughs> I really need to cool it with the cookies in quarantine because <laughs> Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I, I I told you, I texted you when it got here. I yes. just got my order of Girl Scout cookies the other day, and it has, it's been an all-out war zone. I <laughs> just <laughs> ripped through those tagalongs. How many boxes of tagalongs did you get? It was like five. You got, I got five, five boxes of tagalongs. And you know what's funny? I got five boxes of tagalongs, and I was like, I should get a couple other kinds. So I got two boxes of, uh, what, what the fuck are they called? The, the peanut butter sandwich ones? Oh, um, uh, crap. Uh, uh, I, I can't remember. think of what the fuck the name is. But, um, and then I got two boxes of Thin Mints. So I got four boxes of like other cookies and then five boxes of Tagalongs. And as soon as I opened the box and was looking at it, I was like, I should have just gotten 10 boxes of Tagalongs. Like, what was I thinking? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what was going through but my thin brain. Thin Mints are delicious. I mean, I, I do know that Thin Mints are your favorite, but I, I, personally have always been a tagalong person i mean i love tagalongs but like thin mints are like when like if there's only one girl scout cookie available like (laughs) you want it to be thin mints i mean i'm sure that most people do but i was telling david (laughs) do you remember the photo mom used to have this photo and it was back when you and jess were both in the girl scouts and this was way pre-internet like eons beyond the it, internet it wasn't that far <laughs> before the internet it was so like a couple when, years maybe <laughs> so when you sold girl scout cookies the cookies came to the people who sold them first like all of the cookies yeah. went to the girl scouts and then you would uh we would deliver them yeah deliver them yeah and so there's a photo somewhere and i i don't know where it is but david wants desperately to see it um of all of the Girl Scout cookies that you guys sold sitting on our dining room table and me sitting in a chair sulking and staring at them. <laughs> yes, I remember that picture. As like a small child, I was probably like six or seven, just like staring at the cookies miserable. <laughs> to be fair, I think that was from when like it was like the first year that I had done Girl Scout. So I was what the fuck? I was a, I was a brownie. A brownie. Yeah. Yeah. And like. I remember I'm surprised they don't sell brownies. Not be. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be because they call the small children brownies. I think that might I be know. why. There was no. some confusion. <laughs> they didn't. We want... thought we were getting someone to yeah. to fix the hem on our sleeves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I remember being very confused as to why the hell we had to like give those people all of those cookies as soon as they got into the house i was like wait a minute this this is a racket how many did but we these buy these are my cookies yeah but they're, they're all right here this doesn't make any and sense and it was a massive pile it yeah, was huge jessica was a really good salesperson. were I, you no i just kind of walked along behind her holding you were like you were like the silent kick the silent sidekick who would just like walk up and knock on a door and just like stony-eyed like hand them the paper <laughs> i was the muscle i was the one who stood there and glared at them unless they said yes did you sell together yeah oh i didn't know that yeah we would go around with mom and we would knock on doors and it wasn't exactly hard like everybody was waiting for it to happen you know like i know the only people it- who said no were the ones who had like kids that were also in the girl scouts so they were buying from their own kid. Yeah, I understand that. That makes sense to me. I will say I did exercise quite a bit of um, 
what's the word I'm looking for? I can't think of any Restraint? words today. Restraint outside of ShopRite in, in my hometown because the Girl Scouts would camp there like every fucking Saturday. And I was like, nope, not doing it, not doing it. And then we ended up in quarantine. And one of the uh, a drag queen in New York City named Egypt posted on Facebook about how you can order Girl Scout cookies online. And I was like, fuck it. If I'm going out, I'm going out with tagalongs. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it funny that you are not a huge fan of tagalongs, but you were a tagalong? I mean, I like Tagalongs. <laughs> I love Tagalongs. They're my favorite. They are my, like, I know you love the Thin Mints, but Tagalongs are my absolute favorite. No, Tagalongs are a strong second for me. I don't dislike the Tagalongs. If you had to choose between Thin Mints and Empire Biscuits, which would you choose? Probably the Empire Biscuits. I knew it. I would too. I would even choose Empire Biscuits over a Tagalog, and that says a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I, would a choose, certain... I think I would choose any of Mima's cookies over Girl Scout cookies, though. I, like, you I know think it's funny? an unfair comparison. Exactly. I had the same thought today, literally today, because there were a few leftover cookies, and I was obviously snacking on them. But um, I, I was eating one of the cookies, and I was like, my God, like a homemade cookie tastes better than anything you can buy in a store. Even like the best cookies, like... Tate's cookies or my ginger lemon creams, like Oreos, any of it. Or I would Linden's much chocolate rather. chip cookies. Linden's, which I've gone through almost an entire box of. Like, And you know what I will say about Linden's? They're great when dipped in milk, but they're a little too crumbly for a chocolate chip cookie. See, I like them when they're just getting like a little bit stale and they get kind of chewy. Like, Yeah, that's like my perfect Linden's spot <laughs> is when they're getting just a little bit old. Mine have never lasted long enough to get old, so I would never know. I would never know what a stale Linden's chocolate chip cookie tastes like. I, I mean, the thing is, like, you don't want it stale, stale. You just want it just, just a little bit, like, it's just a little bit past that crumbly stage. So if you, like, if you took a package out and you, like, poked one little hole with a pin. Probably, like, and, like a day or two. Yeah, th like, that's what I was going to say, like, maybe 24 to 48 hours yeah. go by. Yeah, they would get a little chewy. Really? Yeah. I wonder why. Re Most other things in the universe get harder <laughs> as they age. <laughs> Except men. <laughs> I think they I think they acquire I don't, I don't know. I'm totally talking out of my ass, but I would imagine that it's probably like if it's humid at all, it's absorbing some moisture from the air around it. Mm. Huh. So maybe you just like leave the packet near a humidifier for an hour. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Or you could just end up with a wet cookie. It's, it's going to be one or the other. <laughs> or you could just dip it in hot chocolate the way they're meant to be eaten, and then, then you're fine. Uh, yes. You know what's funny? I've never dipped a, a cookie in hot chocolate. Really? Never. Not once. I've done, I've done milk, me. obviously, but I've never done hot chocolate. All of this being at home and being cooped up feels like the wintertime to me. So I keep wanting to do things like make... Uh, like baked potato soup or hot chocolate or apple cider. And I'm like, it it's basically June, yeah. uh, except it's the first few days of May. But Yeah, but it's it like is, 80 degrees today. It is 80 degrees today, which is, 
I'm like, there's no reason for me to want all of this like heavy comfort food, but somehow sitting at home has made me, uh, the other night I turned the fireplace on. I don't have a real fireplace. I have an electric one, but I only <laughs> turn it on during the winter, so the fall and the winter, because it makes me feel cozy. So I, the other day I was like, you know what? I'm going to turn the air down a little lower and I'm going to turn on the fireplace. <laughs> it was like a little embarrassing. Only a little. <laughs> Oh my God. And last, last night I told you I was baking, but I was in drag because I was doing it during a show on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I had to turn my air so far down because I was cooking in drag. I wanted to fucking die. I've <laughs> never cooking, been so the hot. The cookies were life. cooking. I was cooking. They were cooking. Everyone and everything was cooking. This apartment has never felt so sweltering to me. I ba my hair melted. <laughs> it's all made of plastic anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes an excellent thickener in the icing. Yes. Uh, if you are out of cornstarch, switch to synthetic hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's our baking tip for you today. Yeah. Uh, you know, I wish that I wish that I had something to bake tonight. Maybe, maybe, just maybe. What time is it? Oh, my goodness. If we finish early enough, maybe I'll run downstairs and get some M&Ms and... Uh, I'll make M&M cookies tonight. They were always one of my very favorite Mima cookies. How's David doing on keto, by the way? Now that <laughs> he hasn't been on keto in forever. <laughs> yeah, David, not, neither David nor I have been on a diet since this entire thing started. We've been at home eating all of the cookies, eating all of the fucking nonsense. We have been very good about not eating out, though. We don't spend a lot of money on food. We cook a lot. Well, that's good. You know, it actually is like if there's one silver lining of all this, it's that like I have spent far less money on takeout food because I I used to order out basically every day. That is. I don't even know what to say to that. Like I cook so much that that's it's like <laughs> I my poor kitchen is probably so confused. It's like, what are you doing here? My kitchen is like everyone else's dogs. It's like, what? <laughs> What are you, what, what is happening? <laughs> See, my cats love the fact that we're home. Like, I'm not going to even sugarcoat it. I think that they're just so happy that, like, we don't leave during the day. It's going to be a real fucking, like, head rush for them when everyone goes back to work. Mm, it's probably going to be hellish when Sarah's gone all day. Yeah, after they've gotten used to her being home for, like, a month. Yeah, they're not going to, they're not going to take kindly to that. <laughs> Your poor cats. <laughs> so we had originally we had originally decided we were going to talk about something completely different. But now that we've spent basically the entire episode talking about baking, uh, I think we could I think we could probably do like like a, a five minute wrap up of what we were going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> we had originally decided in this minisode we were going to talk about what we're listening to. Basically to get us through this this weird time in quarantine, but uh, somehow that got diverted into Empire Biscuits. I'm not pointing fingers, but I will say that it was me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I... I, I would love to talk about music for a minute because we don't we actually don't talk about music very much on this podcast. No, we don't. And I think it's because I... I never know how to talk about music. Like, I'm really bad at it. What do you mean? Like, I like a lot of different stuff, but I'm not, like, super into anything. 
So I don't have like there's real- no like you don't have like you don't have like a genre that you're like, oh, I'm in this mood. I'm going to go for this. I have like specific songs and specific artists that I feel that mm. way about, but like not a particular genre most of the time. I mean, that's understandable. I will say that I I am very much I'm very similar in that I I like a lot of pop music. I like a lot of rock music. I like a lot of alternative music. I like obviously Broadway and show tunes. But it really is like it's about what the song is more than it is the style, unless it's country. There's very little country that I enjoy listening to. <laughs> you know, I'm one of those people who like, if you hand me an album, I'll find one song I really like on there and like, I won't listen to the rest of it. Like almost at all. Yeah. Yeah. I I will say for the people who are now sitting there shocked and, and, and offended that I, I don't listen to a lot of country. I do love um, Diana DeGarmo and I do love Dolly Parton. And those are like, those are my, those are my girls. And that's what I stick to when it comes to country. See, I like Reba McIntyre. I like Reba. She's fun. I like some Casey Musgraves. Like, yeah, I can deal with that. I mean, I like Casey Musgraves as a person. I think she's very endearing and I think she's really cool. Um, I've never really, to be fair, I have never given her music a huge, like, I've never really given it a shot. But what I've heard has been like, okay, that's fun. Like. I'm not going to spend $60 I mean, on a concert ticket. <laughs> I'm not saying she's going to change your life or anything, but I do enjoy it. I mean, that's fine. I, yeah, I'll, I'll, st I'll take Reba. I'll stick with you on Reba. That's fine. How's that? That's Is that fine. a good compromise? Yes. <laughs> that's fine. Is there a specific um, song or style of music that you've been gravitating toward recently? Um, I have been listening to a fuck ton of Florence and the Machine. I think it just feels suitably dramatic for this moment. It's just it's very like... <laughs> she is very dramatic. <laughs> yes. She, Flo is very dramatic. I, I um, love Florence Welch so much. I can't even lie. <laughs> <laughs> she did, uh, because I will be honest, I I have never really listened to Florence and the Machine. Um I did see her performing. I watched that Lady Gaga documentary on Netflix mm -hmm. and she did a song apparently with Lady Gaga at some point. Um, and I liked the song they did together in the movie, but that's all I really know about Florence and the Machine. You're a, you're a terrible witch. <laughs> hey, I listen, I listen to Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> I, I like them. My God. <laughs> Do you, is is that is Florence and the Machine a big thing in the in the pagan community? Hell yes, she is like she she is like two steps beneath Fairy Queen. Really, is she yes. pagan? Um, I don't know if she is anymore. I know that she like led a coven in high school or something like that. But like, really, no. no but most of her music is. Didn't we all though? So Didn't everyone lead a coven in high school? It was basically on everyone's extracurriculars in their college applications. Yes. Also Intramural volleyball led a coven. Yes. The end. <laughs> <laughs> no, but most of her music draws very heavily on sort of mythology and like medieval art and like medieval literature. It's, it's very. Um, I'm not really sure how to how to put this exactly. It's it's just it's very ethereal. It's kind of she's like everyone. It doesn't feel ethereal to me. Well, no, because she has an incredible voice, but like the actual melody. See, this is why I don't talk about music. No, I I'm like it. it. I, it's it's intricate. No, it's I don't think you're doing beautiful. a bad job at all. 
No, but um, Florence and the Machine is like my favorite band. It's like the only thing where I own like all of the albums and listen to all of the songs on them. So like I've been hardcore diving into flow recently. I'm fine with that. I've been diving into like my classic ladies like Judy and Barbara. And uh, I've been listening to a lot of like Eartha Kitt. That makes me feel good these days. I love Eartha Kitt. (laughs) (laughs) Her voice is very soothing. It it was like the first ASMR was Eartha Kitt. (laughs) Uh, Who else? You know who I've... Um, I've really been getting into, but unfortunately only because of, uh, YouTube clips is, uh, sister Rosetta Thorpe. Have you ever heard of? No, I haven't. She is basically the person who like invented rock and roll. She's the person who Elvis Presley saw and was like, oh, that's cool. And then of course he went and made it famous because he's white. But, uh, she was like a blues rock guitarist and she was famous briefly in in america but then she went to europe and became much more famous in europe um but she's really amazing if you you should watch um you should watch her performances there's a bunch on youtube i'm gonna have to check that out now yes she's wonderful i love being a good blues guitarist I do too. Dad would be so proud. <laughs> I remember the day Dad got in my car and uh I had I I have um Sirius XM. So I was listening to I, there's two stations I kind of switch between when I'm in the mood for that kind of music. There's uh, a jazz station I really like, and then there's the blues station. Mm-hmm. And Dad got in the car and I had the BB King yeah blues channel on and dad was like you listen to blues i was like yeah like i like it and he was like I- i've never seen dad so happy that I, was, <laughs> that I was listening to a specific type of music because dad of course loves blues yes specifically bb um, king actually specifically bb king he does love bb king um and it, i do i love blues music these days i find it a little uh it's a little too dark for me at the moment, but that's, uh, which is funny because I've been listening to a lot of like Judy Garland and it's all torch songs. <laughs> <laughs> it's all like miserable torch songs about how you're like alone and lonely and depressed. But, um, that has been my go-to music in quarantine is my divas, my ladies, Elaine Stritch. <laughs> I've watched Elaine Stritch at Liberty like four times. It's wonderful. See, I've been like, Not avoiding show tunes, but like I've been having a harder time listening to them. Why? I don't I don't know why. I I think it's just they're they're almost too happy. Like I want to lean into it. There's a lot of miserable show tunes. I mean, I'll send them to you. (laughs) I'll I've got I've got no shortage of miserable show tunes. (laughs) You should listen to Adele. (laughs) I'm not even. I know know, know you're not joking. I do I, have Adele on my iPod. I, I have Adele's music. Oh, she's one of my very, very favorites. I love Adele. I love Adele. And I'm I I heard a rumor that she was like putting out new music. She's like uh she's like Cher. She's like, I'm going away. And then a year later she's back. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, Adele, we'll believe it when we see it. But I'm glad she hasn't gone away because I love her. Um I remember at one of my shows when when her album 25 came out Mm -hmm. right around that time, there was a girl at one of my shows and I always go into the audience and I talk to them and I make jokes. And I was talking to this girl and I was like, she was answering every one of my questions very like, like 
droopily. And I was like, are you okay? Is something bothering you? She's like, yeah, I've just been having a really hard time. And I was like, are you okay? Is everything okay? I was like, tell all of these strangers what's wrong. And she laughed and everyone laughed. And she was like, oh, I just went through a really bad breakup. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. You must be thrilled that Adele is coming out with a new album. (laughs) 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 And she was. And she came up to me after the show and she was like, you know what? Thank you so much for doing that because uh, I really needed to laugh right now. And that made me laugh. And I was like, good. I hope that you laugh all the way to that CD when you will cry. (laughs) (laughs) So that's basically it, kids. Now that you've learned everything we're baking (laughs) and what we're listening to in quarantine, please let us know what you're listening to. uh, And what you're baking. And what you're baking. Oh, my God. Please send us pictures of your cookies and pies and cakes. Oh, please do it. Please, please, please send us pictures of your baked goods and let us know what you're listening to while you bake them. Nothing would make me happier. (laughs) (laughs) All right, kids, that's it for us on this little mini-sode of My Spooky Gay Family. I hope you had a wonderful time. Uh, We did finally get the name back on our Facebook page. (laughs) So we are My Spooky Gay Family again. (laughs) Uh, So go on our page and send us your spooky stories because we'd love to read more of them uh, on next week's mini-sode. So until our episode on Thursday, stay spooky and remember... One, two... Three snack time. My Spooky Gay Family features music by Nate Walker, artwork by David Elon, and this episode contains clips from Sesame Street, distributed by Warner Media Entertainment, 1969. Please subscribe on iTunes, leave us a nice message, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr. My Spooky Gay Family is a product of Barbara Duel Productions. 